hosted on dimlywit.com. I'm Alex. And I'm Tina. And this is Obsessed with the Best. We're two New York City gals who are bringing you the best of the best of all things beauty, wellness, and inspirational women. We've tried it all and can't wait to tell you what's worth obsessing over. Join us each week as we share our favorite products and trends and chat with leading female founders and experts. Welcome to Obsessed Obsessed with with the Best with with Alex and Tina. Tina. We are so excited to talk to Sophia Carvella and Fong Ireland today, the founders of Weekend Nation, the clothing brand defined by their comfort gone stylish aesthetic and classic silhouettes with a twist that can be dressed up or down or anything in between. Sophia was born in Athens, Greece, and worked as a stylist for the legendary Pat Field on the iconic shows Sex in the City and Younger. And Fong graduated from Duke University and Columbia Business School and has worked for major brands like Victoria's Secret, Aerie, and American Eagle. And most recently, she launched an e-commerce business for the media brand Scary Mommy. Tina and I were lucky enough to meet Fong at their pop-up shop here in New York, and we just fell in love with her, and we cannot wait to meet Sophia today. If you follow us on Instagram, you have probably seen us in their all-day PJs, matching sets, and their power tees. We cannot get enough of this brand, and we know after listening to these gals talk, you're just going to want to get on their website and buy everything. So please welcome Sophia and Fong. Hi, Hello. Hi, how are you guys? So good. Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Excited to uh, talk tonight. I know. We're oh so gosh, excited we're to have you so here. so excited. Hello. Hello. Hi, Sophia. Okay. So, Fong, as I was doing my research, I discovered you and I have a lot in common. I am also from St. Louis. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yay. And my dad also started a restaurant. In St. Louis? Yes. Amazing. Where? Yes. What kind of restaurant? He, it was... It was called the Pasta House Company. It's an Italian restaurant. Of course I know the Pasta House. I actually was really upset because I wasn't able to get to a Pasta House this last time I was there. Because I wanted, like, that salad and I wanted some toasted ravioli. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. So you grew... Okay, so you were born in Vietnam. You moved... Did you move right to St. Louis when you were three? Um, well, I, yeah, I was um, a refugee, so we like moved from Vietnam to Hong Kong to a refugee camp, and then moved to Oklahoma, where um, a couple of my aunts were living and trying to figure stuff out. And then we moved into we moved to St. Louis because my dad's cousin like had a house there. We lived in his basement, um, and then wow. kind of like my my parents opened like they worked in different restaurants in the St. Louis area, and then opened their own restaurant when I was like seven or eight and they still run it my dad's like in his 80s wow oh my gosh. <laughs> okay so wait where is your family's restaurant it's in university city like on olive it, it yeah mm-hmm. i feel like i've probably been to it oh i'm so, sure where, where did you grow up i'm sure i grew up like near ladue oh cool yeah i mean we're like right there my parents live in olive yeah yeah oh my gosh this is <laughs> hilarious that's amazing that's well, so and funny. sophia you were born in greece right and to also entrepreneurial parents is that right? They started, they had their own business or they, or they went into the actors. Yes. So can you guys, can you tell us a little bit about, about that and how, how that affected your work ethic today growing up with, with parents? Yeah. That so my mother is, as we speak, uh, performing still with my son, holding her hand in, holding her hand because they're <laughs> dancing, not because she's, you know, she needs assistance being held up. Um, 
Uh, there are more than that. I actually grew up in uh, in a in a star sort of struck situation. They were very famous when I was born, which made it very hard for me to, for the longest time, um, find myself. Um, like a lot of kids of famous parents, sort of, and I've connected with a few over that. It's it can kind of mess mess up a little bit of the reality aspect. You kind of think that you know this is norm, and I need that right immediately, right? It kind of like it's it can be very troubling and and kind of painful to 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 not be as talented, right? Because they're both artists. So in the sense of though, you know, it was very kind of troubling to me because I I had the same kind of ambition growing up and watching them be so uh, obsessed with what they did and and succeed so beautifully, but still kind of saw what it takes. And that's been a huge part of my of my journey and perhaps my DNA, um, because I, you know, even though I don't have a voice and I try to act, it never worked out for me. I came to New York to study acting when I was like 17. Um, I, I was able to uh, find what I loved and I knew I needed that. I needed something to fall in love with in my life. Otherwise, I couldn't really see myself doing it. You know, it's hard enough. So, yeah, I mean, that that was a big part of think of my journey and, and, and you know, early enough kind of knowing that um, I really wanted to do something of my own. I really don't like working for other people. <laughs> <laughs> we don't either. We feel the same. Uh, I did it though for the longest time and I had beautiful experiences and learned so much. But I mean, you know, I was always kind of aiming for what this is now. Right. Okay. So we have to touch on you worked for the legendary Patricia Fields on Sex in the City. I have two missed calls from her right now and I'm like, oh, oh my God. My God. <laughs> so crazy. And you were really, really young. So can you kind of tell us how that came to be? Um, I <laughs> was, my mother knew her, but Patricia is not the kind of person that does favors. She takes pride in that, actually. And I, I love that about her. Um, to which uh, I kind of requested that I start working and she declined kindly, politely. I pushed enough and eventually I think she just kind of like let me hang around as an intern and, and asked me to just watch and learn and bring coffee and um, it was very Sex in the City kind of moments and very Devil Wears Prada when I would, I would like, you know, use that belt and everyone would like stare at me like, what? It was it was funny, yeah, because I mean, I was like, oh, I, I, I can do this, you know. So working with her was one of the most uh, amazing experiences. It, it's literally how I started and, and learned from her, a very hard worker, very creative, fearless, uh, which is something that I really appreciate. It wasn't about whether it's right or wrong. It's like, do I like it? Can I back it? Um, and I basically, after I worked, I think it was about six months and I was assisting her on shoots. And then I was working at her store, uh, as a sales girl, I was very good selling stuff. Yes, I'm sure you were. She asked me to, to help with Sex and the City. And that's when it all started kind of like coming together. Wow. And so young. So you've had such a long career, which is so incredible yeah that's so amazing crazy. now okay. how did the two of you can you talk us through about how the two of you met um you were set up right on a on a coffee date is that right like a coffee that's friendship right. date can you talk us uh to us about that what that was like and what made you both realize that you'd be good business partners yeah i mean i think we were both kind of you know at a place in our careers where we were looking for something else and you know we were networking i was having conversations with like all different entrepreneurs and you know getting their advice and 
um, we got set up individually with the group who's now our investor, and they met us separately and said, and they thought that we would, you know, work well together, but they wanted to see how, you know, it would really work out. So they set us up on a coffee date. And, you know, I, of course, like, you know, I looked Sophia up and then you're like, oh, great, you know, <laughs> Instagrammer, great. like, what are we going to have in common? And we show up at this coffee shop and, you know, we kind of both talked about, like, just got to know each other, just like talked about ourselves and then what we thought this brand could be and, you know, our um, ideas for it. We both came from it from like a really different point of view. Like, I feel like we're very different um, in the way that we think and like our backgrounds, but I think we have so much in common. You know, I, like, I think the work ethic um, is definitely one of one of them, right? Sophia, we we both kind of have it from different, like the different ways that we we grew up. But like, it's something that really binds us. You know, I think the fact that we're both moms, the that the fact that we both like that, I think that really kind of binds us a lot in a way that you know it's not so obvious when you're working, but um, but it, it really does. And I think we kind of felt like from the beginning, like there was something there. And I remember we were, you know, at the very end, like Sophia goes, "Well, so do you want?" do this and I was like yeah sure why not and then yeah and that's how you know it all got started and then and we just like didn't stop from that point I mean we stopped because of COVID <laughs> and all the right. things that happened then but um you know it just was like yeah. the head. it seems like you are good at different things which is the dream like it seems like Fong, you've had more of a corporate background and it seems like Sophia you're creative you've been freelancing can you kind of talk about your partnership working style a little bit and how you complement each other yeah of course uh as you said I think the different strengths there but the same point of view and and ultimately uh goal is what can make um i think anything work you know um i think it's the fact that we're able to agree from the very very beginning that our main mission here is to make people feel really good in their skin so you know i think there's different ways and avenues in which we've both explored and feel about that particular concept but ultimately, you know, we are people that deeply care about what our customer is going to experience and the kind of message that we want to put out there. So creatively on my end, it's about, you know, bringing in that injection of style to something that we like to call, you know, comfort, right? But what that means in, in our brand and we both agree. So it's like we're both working towards this main kind of core, which is make sure that the people that are you know associated or come 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 in contact or or learn or hear or love the brand like just remember that this is a brand that's like promoting that freedom of self-judgment as much as possible you know and adding that sense of life is messy you know and agreeing on those things is like how we start then designing it doesn't start from oh let's make a t-shirt because it's cool it's like we want to make a t-shirt, right, that simplifies someone's life because it's tucked and rolled in a way where we feel like it's going to make your shoulders feel, you know, elevated and you're going to feel good in it and it's comfortable and it's organic cotton and, you know, there's in ways in which it's going to help you feel great going out there into the world. So it's like everything that we do has a mission around it. And the fact that we agree on that mission is what makes it move forward, right? That, that's kind of works oh, i love that i love what you're saying about that i'm oh, wearing the power tee right now i love it i um 
we watched your you have a few little episodes on YouTube. Um, yes, the Shopify Plus. Yes, and I love the the part where you're talking about how when you're styling people, when you're styling, it, it's always you know a tuck here or a roll here to really style it up, and and how when you were designing these clothes, it was like let's already let's take that guesswork out for the consumer and and have it done for them, and that's what I love about the power tee is that like it's already it's cool because I I never wore t-shirts because I didn't know how to style them. This one I'm like nope, great. I just throw it on and I'm styled. And I love with the match, the all day PJ set, you guys have that little built-in bra underneath because that's what I would go looking for. If I were just buying that by itself, I would go looking for something like a little mini tank to put under it in case, because I'm not the person when I like raise my arms, I want like my bra show. You mean like it's perfect. And it is, there are these cool, comfy clothes that are styled in a way for you that really only a stylist could think about. Um, Okay, I want to know what happens in your partnership. How do you handle the times when you disagree? How do you guys work through that? I mean, I think there there are different ways that we've worked through it, right? It happens. um, I think, you know, towards the beginning, when we're just getting to know each other, it's really hard, right? Because you don't, you know, like we're trying to assess like what's her personality, what's her skill set, like what what makes her tick. And so, you know, I think that we've had like a lot of kind of ups and downs as we've gotten to know each other. But I think that as we've gotten to know each other and really understood like what, you know, pushes each other's buttons, what gets each other excited excited, what gets each other inspired. Um, I think it's become, you know, a lot easier, you know, um, I think the day to day becomes a lot easier. I think, but I, there are also like a lot of ex- like external factors that make things like hard sometimes, right? Like it's like, if business isn't great, or if, you know, like we had a tough meeting or whatever, I feel like, you know, it's almost like a marriage where you're just kind of, kind of getting through, um, ups and downs together, you know, and helping each other through it. And, you know, a lot of times when you look back at, at, at times where, you know, oh my God, I cannot believe that like, we didn't talk for, you know, three days because we were so mad at each other. But, but at the, after that, like we got so much closer, like it's, it's really unlike any other relationship that I've had in that, um, you know, you're, you're stuck together. Like you're, you're in it, right? Like a marriage. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a marriage, but it's like, um, it really kind of makes you work through things and make, make sure that like, you know, whether or not, like if things aren't working or things aren't right, like you, you, you're, I'm, you were very proactive about kind of fixing it because it's essential to the way that we run the business. Yeah. And it's- and you're both mothers and you also have this, this child of, of weekend nation together. So I can see how yeah. that would feel sort of like, this is your, your baby together and you want to work together to make it the best, best child it can be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you don't want, you know, you the child to have parents who fight all the time. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, oh my gosh, Tina and I know that we talk all day, every day, and we've had times where we disagree and I've had to have hard conversations. It's tricky, but I feel the exact same. If you can push through, then it becomes a better relationship, a better working relationship, and you get closer. So you guys were launching right as COVID was hitting. And I will also, I highly recommend this Shopify plus three-part YouTube series. It's it's so so interesting. I really (laughs) loved it. But I was watching you guys. So I worked as a fit model for years and I was watching you guys trying to do these virtual fittings. And I 
was so frustrated for you. Like, I can't imagine trying to get something off the ground for the first time and not being able to be in the room. And I just, but you guys, you persevered. You're, you're everywhere now and you're popping up on Instagram and you're, and people really love you. And only because you really stuck through that time and had to have so much patience. And I'd love for you guys to kind of walk us through how you dealt with that crisis and that stress and kind of came out on top. That's a tough one because um, we didn't stick to that plan. I, I lost my mind um, and started screaming yeah. and said, we're no longer doing one more. Like we're gonna, I don't know whatever, wear seven masks at this point and we're gonna do it in person. So, um, but at the beginning, yes, we did do that and it was frustrating. I think that it always, it just keeps on going back to the same thing for me. And, and, and I wanna kind of keep putting it out there. It's like, we have the saying, there's a will, there's a way, you know? What, what seems on the outside like, oh my God. To us, it's like, hell yeah. You know, it's like, it doesn't, because again, the goal is what? To put this brand out there and connect with people and make them feel great. So whether that is like powering through this like idea of virtual fittings, I mean, I remember we had to do our campaign uh, and it was like January 5th. I remember it was the day after my son's birthday and I had some kids over and I was like, okay, maybe I got COVID from like the five-year-olds and then we're going to get tested tomorrow because like, you know, it was twilight zone and every, every time we've had to do a campaign, like remember Fong, we had like the blizzard and I was running with my husband driving me. We were looking for like skates. It was, you know, it doesn't end. The thing is, it's not just that moment of like, even if it were not for COVID restrictions, I can promise you it would be just as chaotic because it doesn't, you know, it's hell in any way you look at it and, and beautiful at the same time. Right. But I think that that's kind of where it was. It's like, it's never pretty. I mean, unless someone else is doing it for you and you have the luxury to again, not be in it. But I think when you're in it and, and kind of raising something from the ground up, come COVID or come not, it's, it's never, 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 never easy. And for anyone who doesn't know, can you kind of talk about what it is to be a stylist? Because I think that people think it's very glam and you're just trying on clothes. But like, walk us through like, what is so important about having an in-person fitting for your brand, for the details? Um, can you just to speak to anyone who might not know kind of the inner workings? Um, how this works? A fitting is, is, is essentially to really understand how the garment falls on the body to connect with the actual person wearing it in that moment in that room and understand what it is about it that works or doesn't, right? So I think what's interesting in our process at Weekend Nation, we're not designing, it's, there's a lot of intention behind everything that we do and every garment that we put out there. So uh, if it's not functional, if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't sit well, you know, if I want feathers coming out of the, you know, the shoulders, it might be a very creative point of view for another company, but we are all about functionality and ease, right? And what's what we're trying to say here also is like in those fittings, we want to kind of make sure that that person is feeling that message, right? So if the garment, if Fong and I love the garment, right? it's so cool, it's so fashionable. And the person is like, we had the moment where he was like, I like this jumpsuit and the girl is leaning over. She's like, I feel like I'm exposed. And I'm like, well, it looks great. And I remember Fong sent me a message like that was inappropriate. Like you have to listen to what people want. Like we're not, you know, we care, right? That's what we are. And I was like, you know what? I thought about it and I kind of fought back and I said, well, at the same time, I'm the creative director and I think that it looks great lower. You know, it's like 
well, wait a minute, because we that that is a very essential process in understanding how that fits on real women, and we fit, you know, on women with curves, on on you know, from small to double extra large for that reason, because we want to make sure that our clothes fit well on all body types. You know, I have a very narrow body; things fall on me. It's different, right? I that's not kind of what we're going for here. Real women, real bodies, you know, real living. So. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, that is it. Yes, we have a creative process and understanding, and Fong is always very uh, supportive and, 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 you know, loves what I create, and, and, you know, her merchant eye is always sort of on top. But it's very, it's very easy going, that part. Once we get into that fitting room is where it goes back to that process of, like, you know, the weekend nationer is like the person that we want them to hold on to their comfort out as they do their living. And that's part of, it's the number one thing, really. It's kind of the the combination of like both of our skill sets, right? Like it's like, obviously it has to look really good, right? Like, but there are a lot of things you can make look good in a photo, in a video, and, you know, which is what we were seeing over Zoom. But it's like, oh, our clothes are about like, this like tactile feeling like this like soft like incredibly soft buttery fabrics just the way that it fits the way that it makes the person feel that's the part that for us in doing these zoom fittings was like impossible to understand and that was that's like half of the the whole of of the of the product right that's like the a very important half and so that was the part that was like oh it was just you know impossible to do which is why we um you know we had to launch late we weren't gonna you know settle for something that looks good but we didn't know like how how it felt and so we decided to you know make make some hard decisions and push push the launch back to get it absolutely perfect good for you yeah yeah really smart move we um before you joined us today Sophia we were talking with Fong a bit about the experience of uh, we because Alex and I went to visit the pop-up store um a few weeks ago and we just loved it we had the best time but we but Fong was telling us about how it was it's more than just clothes it's more than just putting a t-shirt on it's an experience and an attitude and a a vibe and you really do get that whole experience from from the moment you walk into the store or get online and go to the website and you really feel happier <laughs> you know looking at these these pieces and wearing these and pieces. we're so also really grateful something else we've talked about with you guys is the sizing so Tina and I are yes. both really tall we're five nine and we're size 10 12 and a lot of times certain brands like their extra large will be a 10 or their extra large will be a 10 12 and I always think like if someone is a size bigger than me like where are they shopping like where are they <laughs> buying their clothes yeah and I I love I just love your sizing scale I think it's great I think it's very inclusive yes we agree we did it yeah and then um, we also, you know, really we fit helps. it on like three different body types. We fit it on like a small, a large and a double XL so that it's not just the grading up because people, you know, it's not like yes. because when you go from a small to an XL, it's not just like 30% bigger, right? Like it's not like you don't have 30% right. longer arms or like 30% wider, you know, it's just, and so fitting yes. it on real people, I think we're still not happy with like what, like. And we still want to do more and we still want to communicate more about our fit and all the different body types that we fit um, to our customers. So we're still exploring different ways that we can do that because it's so important. It's so important. Yes. And I love that that conversation is living and it's still it's still happening. It's not like, OK, great. We've decided on it and we're done. Right. 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 Yeah. No, never. We're never done. Right, Sophia? Never done. <laughs> 
Hi, I'm David. And I'm Liz. Hey, Liz, are you schmat? I'm pretty schmat. Are you schmat? Not as schmat as I'm going to be after I listen to an episode of Learn a Little. Learn a Little? That's a stupid podcast for smart people. It sure is. Every episode, Liz and I each take a random Wikipedia article and teach the other person about it. We could be learning about anything, from the politics of West African islands to Olympic gold medalists from New Jersey. Then we quiz each other to see who wins each episode and who gets to wear the crown of schmat. So far, I have not yet won. So come laugh along and learn a little with new episodes every other Friday. Hosted by Dimly Wit and Background Joys, it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Learn a little, a stupid podcast for schmat people. <laughs> schmat. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear kind of how you came up with your branding and outreach strategy. It was really spot on. I feel like I'm de- we are definitely your target customers. I saw that Instagram ad. I saw that power tea. I was like, wait, I was scrolling. Wait, I was like, wait, what is that? Excuse me? Bought it immediately. Then I looked you guys up. I saw that cool workout video on your website. And then I see that you're hitting all the good Montauk spots. You're at my favorite places. I mean, you're at Gurney's, you're at the Surf Lodge, you're partnering with Kin. I'm drinking one right now. It's just like, I feel like your target customer, you just, you have her, you have her in mind. And how did you do it? How did you, how did you just tell us how you did it? Uh, I think the concept was very clear from the beginning. It never really changed, um, meaning that uh, creating a happy, inclusive, accepting place uh, without losing, um, as we said, that big reality of what life is that we actually, before naming Weekend Nation, Weekend Nation, we had this sort of interim name, which was Wear for Living. And we wanted to basically create clothes that people can live um, a, a big life. And when I mean big, I'm not talking about doing unbelievable things and, uh, you know, uh, but more rather happy, happy, do full, fulfilling, do stuff that makes you feel great in your skin. That's ultimately what it has always been. And the visuals, uh, I'm a big fan of bold, uh, loud, unapologetic uh, colors and and shapes. And I remember we, we hired this branding agency that Fong is close with the founders and they presented a bunch of things and um, I hate green and blue. <laughs> the true story. Fong's like, yes, I'm aware. I know. I, I know. tell you in my styling, I never, ever, ever. And I see this and I'm like, oh my God, I like it. Like there is something about it. <laughs> then they added the coral, which, which kind of brought the femininity. But again, the colors represent a little bit of that um, uh, neutral Oh, you know, the blue and the green it wasn't about being so feminine or being too masculine. I feel like we want to find a balance that can represent human beings. Uh, I know we're focusing on women right now because that's what we're capable of producing as we speak. But of course, we want to grow it. Kids, animals, men, you know, all things. Yeah, I like that order. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was it, it was just like, again, you want to create that energy through that those visuals so very early on this came about it wasn't like oh let's put it out there and give these amazing people rook uh they're amazing you know the, the opportunity we were very kind of literal and then they took it and created this amazing watermark and the 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 fawn i mean, I, I fell in love with it immediately i think one of the things that we've tried to keep in mind while we're building the community and building the brand and the visuals like we don't want to be too much of like one thing 
but we still like we want to be able to i think you know there's no it's not just for millennials it's not just for gen z it's not just for people in new york it's not just you know for the coastal like coastal people for people in st louis or you know i think that you want to be kind of really democratic because i feel like it's in our brand is something that a lot of people can relate to um, and do relate to then you also just don't want to be like hey we're for everyone like we're like then then you have no boundaries then you have no brand right it's just like nothing so i think it's like balancing um this kind of inclusive like community building thing that like a lot of people relate to but then also having a stake in the ground so which is you know when you're Sophia is talking about the blue and the green like you wanted to keep it you know gender neutral um but it's not just gray right like it's gender neutral but it's still I think it's like democratic but still has like a, a, a we're putting a stake in the ground like we're bold we're colorful you know like we're about comfort we're about fashion meets comfort and so it's I think juggling those two things I mean a lot of times like we even ask ourselves it's like okay well you know is is a mom gonna like this is a you know a 22 year old gonna like this and what kind and so I think that like um balancing those two have, have been like a big challenge for us but I think it's a big part of our brand and I think you guys have nailed it. I mean, it's it's such a an accessible uh, brand. And it, it, again, it, it's any anyone, any walk of life can can see it and relate to it and find something that goes, yeah, that feels like me and that feels comfortable. And I, I want to wear that. Yeah. And a lot of people say, oh, you can dress this up or down. I feel like people just throw that out there. But with you guys, it really is true. I have worn this, yeah. this power tee out at night with like faux leather pants tucked in. I've worn it to a baby shower with a high-waisted skirt. Like, it it really, it like, when they say you can dress it up or down, it, it really is a real thing. Yes. And I, so I went to a lake house last weekend, and I brought the pajama set with me. And I even, I feel weird even calling it, like, the, the all pajama day PJ set. Because I, yeah. like, the all-day PJ set, because I did wear it as pajamas, but then I also, like, wore it out to a barbecue. And then, like, th- two weeks earlier, I wore it out to a fancy dinner with, like, a fun little, like, wrapped. I mean, you can just do anything with these pieces and it's so they're so functional and I think Alex and I talk about this a lot on the podcast is like what what can make the modern woman thrive and and make their lives easier and it's these pieces because it's like great I know I've got something that's gonna wash well it's gonna wear well it's gonna look great I'm gonna feel good and it's easy and comfortable okay you're hired Let's- I love yeah, yeah great I love that. you're getting that that's amazing yes you're just nailing it can you to, I mean, because obviously you guys have started this business, you're mothers, you're working 70 to 80 hours a week. I mean, you've got grueling schedules. You're starting this business in New York City, one of the toughest cities in the world. Can you walk us through a day in your life? What time are you waking up? What time are you going to bed? What are you mm. eating? And really like, walk us through your I day. I am interested in this question. Tina and I don't have kids yet. So I like, we feel like we're busy and I'm constantly like, how are you guys, like, I how are you guys structuring your day, fitting in way more things than we're fitting? This is what I yeah. Have you ever been in love, Alex? Yeah, yes. You make time for that lover? Yes. Same, all day long? Same. That's what you guys do. It's like, it's not part of a schedule, right, Fong? Right. You're just so madly in love in a way that it never ends. And anything they do, the more they abuse you, you're like, yes, <laughs> and it's that, so that part is not even meant, like, I couldn't, eat, right, Fong, we can't even describe it. It's just like, you are all chemical imbalance of obsession all day long therefore it's that's the last thing you worry about even if fong's daughter broke her like arm two days ago and it's me it doesn't end it doesn't end but you're like it's your that doesn't that's not part of the schedule 
So I'll start with my day. Um, and Please. I am a very, very, I'm a creature of habit. So I'm sober 13 years, which is something to me, I never feel off. So that's something that greatly helps me be able to do what I do. If I was getting drunk, there's no chance in hell I would be able to do 1% of what I do, okay? So that's one aspect that I like to bring up because it's a big one, right? So um, I wake up uh, usually early. So lately I've been waking up at 5 a.m. to get to the gym. Um, it's my sense, it's my medicine. And it's not so much for, because uh, I like abs, you know, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't think about that when I go. It's, it's my medicine to keep me stable and happy and be able to then show up calmly and mindfully and in a present way for everything that's about to go wrong, right? I say this sweetly because it's, it's a series of obstacles and celebrations that, you know, I think one needs to be present. I eat uh, very, very healthy. I, I, in the summer, I went through this phase where I was eating shit and it affected my mood. I was angry, edgy. I'm very sensitive. So for me, because I'm very creative and again, highly sensitive human, I have to be very, very, very habitual and like boring. I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't like to, to get away from my schedule. So I'm a creature of habit and I'm really strict about it. So it's like, from what I eat, I'm mostly vegan. I'm clean, again, I don't drink. Um, and then it's just about, and, and, and I, I work all day, that, I mean, that's it. Like, and then when I'm not, I'm with my kids. So my life, it's like, if someone's gonna look at that, there's zero glamour. And <laughs> I wouldn't be more lame if I tried. Like, oh my God. I think this is so helpful for people to hear though, because if you take a yes. look at that Instagram, I mean, you're gorgeous, you're creative, you've had all these cool credits, you have, it looks super glam. And it's so helpful to hear yeah. that like, no, I take care of myself. All day long. I have a lot of discipline. I work a lot of hours and then I spend time with my kids and it takes a lot of time and discipline to create the life that you have. I want that, right? It's almost like, exactly. people ask me, why wake up at five? Well, because I have to go to work. I have to take the kids to school at seven and then I got to go to work, right? And work means the world. It's my, my third baby, you know? So it's, it's like, I've made that decision. And I think for people out there, you know, being in love with what they do, you know, it's going to take the sacrifices to be able to get your best self in that moment at that spot doing what you need to be doing, right? For Fong, for example, it's different. I mean, she's much more normal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, so what's the juxtaposition? <laughs> in, in, in my life, I'm not as disciplined um, uh, as Sophia. I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's a constant battle to juggle all of this, right? Like, it's. I mean, I feel like you're always feeling bad. Like, I'm always... When I spend like I go into spurts where like I spend a lot of time with my kids and then I do a lot of work and then I spend a lot of time with, like and like when you're doing one thing you're always feeling bad about like not doing that other thing right, right. um and so yeah it's it's you know it's I used to be a, a big planner like I planned every single if I was going out to dinner next week I'd be like looking at the menu right now, deciding what I want to do. Um, I just had to get let, let go of that, you know, ever since this happened. It's like, I don't know what my kids are doing next week. I'm like, the day of, I'm signing them up for camp. You know, like, yes, it, right. um, you just have to figure out, okay, like the store, you know, we, three days ago, we weren't sure if we were 
even going to get the lease. And then all of a sudden we signed the lease and two days later, you know, like we're opening the store. So it's like really being um, able to, and hopefully it won't always be like this. I feel like now we're, you know, because we're building the business, we're jumping on opportunities as they, as they come. Um, and so I think this, this like, you know, process of building the business, you're also trying to figure out like how the rest of your life fits in. And I haven't really quite done that yet. You know, it's like my kid, I mean, I, I think it's, I think one day my kids will look back on this and be like, oh yeah, that was cool. Like mom, you know, like we got to watch mom build this thing. But then hopefully they will remember like, remember that one time when mom didn't come home for like three days? <laughs> no, I, I know. So my mom worked battle. constantly and she worked in production. She's a producer. She's a stylist. And now she has her own makeup line and she was always working. And I was never like the first kid picked up from whatever, but I look back and then she's still working now. And I'm so proud. Just like, I mean, just like you guys, I think that they'll remember I think they'll remember how cool it was. Oh, they love I really it. do. Lucy, like, like they were making lemonade outside this. They love it. Exactly. It's like, it's like awesome. it's like, mom owns a clothing line and it's Weekend Nation. That's <laughs> all the sisters like love Weekend Nation. No, thanks, Nico. But it's like, no, they, I agree. I tell Fong all the time that she has more guilt than I do because I grew up with, you know, I think my mom, her mom was involving her in, in sort of the growth of the business, which I think is beautiful. Mine was a star traveling. So like I had this serious separation thing and now I'm like, oh God, I, God bless you, you're amazing. You know, but it took a minute, but meaning that like I've accepted this, I don't feel as, you know, but to her point, like I, like you invite me to dinner, I won't come because that means taking my dinner from my children who have not seen me all day, right? They're cool, but you know what I mean? I feel like there's these things where you just like, yeah, and then I'm boring and I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, eat shitty food and chill with the kids and like, they're great and all, but like, I mean, how fun it is to hang out with our girlfriends, but no, it's like, so it's those decisions that you gotta kind of make and something always lacks a little bit, right? Because what's the ultimate goal? Weekend Nation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you have, do either of you or both of you have, I mean, this term is so like used often, but self-care routines or something that you do do for yourself that relaxes you or that you take time for yourself or, or is the, is it the work, the thing that just feeds you always? Um, I mean, I think I probably should be doing more self-care for sure. Um, like I think I should be better at it, but I do, you know, I love cooking. So I try to cook for my family like almost every night and that like really relaxes me. Like I love kind of like last meetings over, I start like cooking for the, I cook two meals a night because <laughs> of course my, my kids won't eat what I eat. So then, you know, I start <laughs> that whole process that, that really is relaxing to me. And then, um, you know, I probably need to exercise more, but I do play tennis whenever I can. And that is a thing that really kind of, you know, I'm seeing myself get better at it as, as I've been doing it more regularly. And so I think that's something that calms me and makes me feel better about myself. But I think overall, like I probably should be doing more. And without having traditional business hours, which Tina and I know this very well, is there anything that you do to kind of manage? Like, is there a certain time you put your phone down? You're like, okay, I'm putting my phone on the other hand with my kids. Are there any little tips and tricks or, or do you do... I'm going to wait for 10 minutes before I look at my phone when I wake up. Or do you have any boundaries in that sort of way? I mean, I think like Sophia and I both know, like, you know, we're constantly talking like all day long. But I think between the hours of like six and nine, like, you know, like we don't really talk because I, that's when I'm with, with my kids. And then I put them to sleep and I want to be there with them. 
Um, and then after that, it's like, you know, constant barrage. But if that's definitely sure. something like one boundary that, that you know, that we kind of, nat- it's not even that like, you know, don't, don't text me between six and nine. It's just something that like we naturally do. It naturally happens. Right. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's more like my thing is working out. Um, again, the 5 a.m. wake up. I used to work out a lot more than when COVID hit. And I actually worked out during COVID. I'm lying. It's when Weekend Nation started. I stopped, which really affected my well-being 100%. Again, what I said before, the sensitivity. So for me, the well-being part, the wellness that is, is, is the workout. Um, I work out once or twice a day within two hours of waking up, uh, meaning something very different. One is obviously low impact or not, but it's because I, I, I don't want to take meds. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to be, I, 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 I don't want to, I want to do it the natural way because it's very, I'm very, I have a lot of anxiety. I feel like that's why I used to drink like a lot of it, like high. I no longer have it when I, when I, it just goes away. It's just like, I have this rule of, I wake up no matter what, and I'll do that. And then everything seems to feel manageable. Well-being for me is that. Uh, and when I tend to relax, I, I don't meditate. I used to try, but just doesn't, it hasn't worked for me. Um, journal, and again, the part of shutting off, um, what I've learned is because I'm a very, um, you know, I, I react very easily. It's like, I have this idea, I'm gonna do it. I, I realized, um, that it gets lost unless there's intention to something and you kind of take a minute to really understand what it is that you want the team to understand whether there is something that you don't like or some, a new idea that you want to put out there. I think it's been a boundary of mine that I've recently started kind of creating where it's like getting angry about something that is not in your head is, is really a no-go. It's never going to work, right? You're never going to be able to get that. So it's almost like learning to actually understand my own ideas and, and kind of calendarizing them in a way where you present it to the team, you know, and then you 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 then create together is another form of, of taking care of not only myself, but like being part of this business because we're so in it. Right. So it's part of life. Uh, yeah. Versus like texting something that just came it's like all this the chatter you know you don't need to constantly share that part there is i feel like we're forming that boundary within our very new company here where it becomes stable right i'm not saying that what whatever you say is it but i'm saying that like there is just more of an intention in everything that we do and how we do it and why we share it and what we expect out of it i am that just really i just learned a lot from that i can be very reactive yeah immediately especially or something if I don't like something it's like no 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 like I just need to like I feel like I need to get it out Tina knows this but um that was <laughs> yeah that was very interesting um okay can you tell yes. us what are your dreams for weekend nation what's next what are your ultimate dreams for where the business is going the brand I mean I think that um you know I love like what you guys have been able to tell us about our brand, like what you guys have seen, like how you guys interpret it. And like, it just feels exactly like the way that we wanted people to feel about it. And I think at this point, just not enough people know about us or have experienced it. So like, for me, it's really just about getting people to really understand our brand, be excited about it, like in the way that you guys and kind of like the you know, a, a lot of the people that we like personally talk to have, but it's really kind of like building that community and making it something that like 
people, you know, when they, when they see us, they know exactly what, what we're about. Um, you know, that, that, you know, because we're only five months old, um, that hasn't happened yet. And so that's why we're out there with the physical location to introduce people to the brand. We're out there on social media, we're out there, you know, on emails and on digital, just to make sure that, that we're getting that message out there and getting it to, um, you know, as, as many people as we can. Yeah, definitely. I agree with Fong. I think it's about our brand really, again, focuses on the experience and the individuality. So what I mean by that is we feel very responsible for every person that walks through the door or clicks on that website for them to get a sense of joy and um, a sense of excitement. So, yeah, the ultimate goal is for that to just spread. Right? We just want people to feel really good in their skin period it's like we're not trying to tell you how to do it and we're not kind of setting this ideal uh, of you know this is what the brand is meant to be you know look like and what it's you know uh how you should wear it it's more like we're so kind of interested in creating pieces that have details that make your life easier that make you feel sexy strong good but then we want to give you the power so it's like empowering women in a way that is not like that message of again the power is that very subtle confident quiet secure place of i feel good in my skin to then go do whatever it is maybe it's hide in my room for a week right <laughs> we're not trying to tell you to like go out there and become a CEO tomorrow, right? It's like, just feel good, like accept it, feel good. And everything that we can put out there and we wanna show all of the people and, and that's what we love about, um, you know, the Weekend Nationers. It's like, because it's not about what we say, it's how we see that others are saying it through the clothes. And that's the most exciting thing. It's just like, that's the part that we wanna see grow and grow and grow because like people should feel good in their skin regardless. Yes, it definitely will grow Absolutely. and we just cannot wait to see it. And you guys are killing it. Um, before we let you yes. go, we want to just ask a few little fun questions. Do you guys have a favorite travel destination? What's your favorite place to go for a trip? Your dream trip? Uh, Greece. Yeah, I was going to say Vietnam. <laughs> I, haven't, um, <laughs> I, I love haven't that. Going there. home. Yeah, going home. I mean, I, my, uh, my husband and I have our 10th wedding anniversary in 2023, and we're going to do a big party there. So oh, my I, gosh. That's so amazing. I am dying to go to Greece. I've never been. My mother spent a few years ago two weeks in Vietnam and fell in love with it. Like, Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. so what is one beauty product that you just cannot live without? It's your desert island. This is what I've always got in my bag. Uh, say beauty, um, the, uh, the, the sun visor, I think. Sun visor. I j literally just bought that. I yes. just bought it. I'm so excited. It's all day long. Oh, divine. Uh, my new face, the, my new face roller. I'm dying for oh. one of those. Oh Amazing. my gosh. People love them. I, I was gone for two weeks. So I didn't bring it. Cause I mean, who wants to bring this big thing? And I like uh, looked horrible. And then I came home and used it a couple of times and I'm <laughs> totally feel better now. I'm sure there's no way you looked horrible. I love that. I love that. <laughs> like, I'm never leaving home again without it. Okay, who is a, the woman that inspires each of you the most? My mom. She's awesome. Sophia's mom. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <my laughs> Sophia's mom. mom. <laughs> my mom and Fong love each other. So <laughs> I mean, I think both that. our moms are very strong women, right? And I think for me, I, you know, she, she's, 
you know, not the most maternal mom. I mean, I think I've, I've met a lot of more maternal moms, but I think that she's been one of the people who kind of inspired me to be who I am today. Yeah, absolutely. Now, where can we where can we find you? Where can we find you online, social media, in person? We've 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 talked about signing a new lease. Can you tell us where we can find you and where we can yeah shop? So weekend Nation. We're carrying www.weekendnation.com, W-K-N-D-N-A-T-I-O-N.com. And then we're also on Instagram at Weekend Nation. And then we are about to open our new store in Soho at 99 Spring Street in New York City. Super excited. Um, you know, that will be opened uh, from basically like this Friday or Saturday. Still trying to figure it out until the end oh of the year. God. That is so, so exciting. Congratulations. That is so, so exciting. You guys, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely thank stop you by. so much for spending an hour with us. This was so amazing. We're so honored to be able to talk to you. We've been huge fans for yes. so long. Yes, thank sir. you so much for being here. We love hearing that. Thank you so much. Yeah, they, we love meeting you. And I love this, this chat and getting to know you guys too. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much. I'm saying okay? We will. Okay, you guys, <laughs> thank you so much. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for more content, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, Patreon, and give us a follow at Obsessed with the Best Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Hosted on dimlywit.com.